Fet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe. Yes, I've read all the characters you know and love, and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Jeff Kowalski. Hello, that's me, that's my name, and I'm here to talk about the final mad. You know what? You missed your chance out to say, like, my name is Jeff, and I'm here to say... I'm mad about these characters in a major way. We are talking about the Mad Thinker's awesome android. Okay. AKA really? That's Andy. the full name they're going with is Mad Thinker's awesome android? Well, he goes by Andy later. Because okay, the, cool. So, what do you know about him? <sighs> I know that he's barely an android because he doesn't really look like a dude from the neck up. <sighs> I do not know anything about Mad Thinker's awesome android, besides the fact that I'm going to click on the Wikipedia page right now to see a picture of it. Mm. Oh, wow. The picture they have is from an issue of ROM. <laughs> of ROM? Yep. Mm. Uh, which, the rights issues were interesting. They finally bought ROM back, but he's an IDW comic, because Hasbro owns the rights to ROM, but many of the other characters that initiated, uh, that started in ROM are still owned by Marvel, and I know several of the other Space Knights showed up in Secret Wars. Yep, and it's it's very interesting. I, like, I think the most interesting thing about ROM, the Space Knight, is the fact that he was the reason why so many important events in the in the Marvel Universe happened. Really? Yes, he's the reason. The reason why Storm lost her powers and there is that, like, the demutant fire ray that uh, Forge made. That started Ooh, That's up, Rom's fault? It's Rom's fault because Forge met Rom and saw his neutralizer, which does the same thing, but to um, Wraiths. And he's just like, I can make that. Yeah, so, but speaking of a person I like, Taskmaster, and speaking of someone who we're not talking about, the Mad Thinkers, and Awesome Android. I guess, let's get back to the Awesome Android. Let's get talk about Awesome Andy. Well, Awesome, well, don't, no, I have some affection for this dude. He's he's a great (laughs) robot. He's a great, he's a good boy. One of his team oh, yes. affiliations on Wikipedia is Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway, which I guess is an evil law firm in the Marvel Universe. No. Uh, oh, they're not evil. It's, no, they're I think, not, no. It looks like, no, like, looks okay. like she, She-Hulk works there. Yeah, well, okay, so basically, um, the awesome android is awesome, and he's a good boy, and I love him. And we need to talk about what he is first, before he could get to why he's a good boy. Sure. <laughs> I don't like you being so dismissive. But no, whatever. it's fine. It's I think that it's very fun that this giant evil robot is a temp at a law firm. Well, he he's a good boy. That's why. Oh, okay. So, uh, so awesome. The awesome android is an artificial creation of the Mad Thinker, utilizing Reed Richards stuff and computer whatnot um it's his first attempt to make pseudo living superhuman servants and he's a cross between a robot and a true android oh yeah he's uh ape dna and unstable molecules which is possibly the most 60s marvel thing i've ever heard yep yeah pretty much um but he has the ability to mimic certain properties properties of people that it touches so ah. it can mimic. Oh right! So he's a mezo. Well, he's he's a good boy. He's basically a super adaptoid, <sighs> but 
the fir- yeah. he's the first version of a super adaptoid. Let's say that because he is actually before all those other people. Oh, it's weird. And I was looking on other versions because I was certain it was going to say that the Amalgam Comics version was combined with Amazo, but that was not the case. Yeah, uh, so he he can uh, mimic the Rocky's epidermis, uh, the Rocky epidermis of uh, of the thing, and of Frank Stallone. Sometimes he just touches Frank Stallone and becomes Rocky. <laughs> That's the wrong Stallone. Sylvester played Rocky. Fra- Frank, I didn't say Frank. So, yeah, sometimes you were. <laughs> sometimes his, bro- his brother Frank Stallone is not a famous person. <laughs> his brother Frank Stallone, the person who wrote a really good song that I forgot the name of. Wait, what did Frank Stallone write? I know he wrote a song. Uh, I heard he it. is a fa- he is like he is a public figure, but he's not as famous. Uh, let's see. He's released a number of albums. Close Your Eyes with Billy May. Uh, Far From Over for the 1983 film Staying Alive. Is that what you're thinking of? Uh, I think that's probably it. Um, that looks like the only song on this page that has a Wikipedia article. His yes. discography is like 10 albums big, though. Well, I'll <laughs> why did I say Frank Stone? Okay. His, his twenty ten album is called Let Me Be Frank With You. <laughs> I love him. Tell me more about uh, Awesome Andy. Well, tell me about Awesome Andy's activities up to nineteen eighty seven. Okay. Um well he can also well, besides touching uh Frank Stallone and becoming a sometime songwriter. Um, he can also copy Iceman's ice coating, ROM's steely armament, Captain America's phenomenal physique. So he could become mm. a hot dude, I guess. Is that's that's like when Amazo <laughs> sees Batman and starts throwing batarangs. It's like, uh, you're stretching the limits of what this robot is supposed to be able to do. Yeah, like, I mean, so he touches So, like, Cap punches him and he's just like, hey, look, I'm hot now. Hmm. Look at me. Um, he can expel a hundred and eighty mile per hour wind from its mouth and change his fists into like granite like blocks and expand in size about ten first ten percent through unknown means. Um and uh he was abandoned by the thinker and took refuge in a barn at barn in Ohio. He's a good boy now. Because he realized that his his daddy didn't love him, and he then he tried to become something better. So he's a good boy, and I don't like how you dismissed him earlier. <laughs> well, I, of course, will continue to dismiss him. Mm, he's such a good boy, though. I love him. <laughs> but I also I have a I have a uh, soft spot for um for robots, so that also has something to do with it. Yeah, Marvel has this weird like these Kirby robots that are just like bulky dudes but their head is a brick or they don't have a face or something or dragon like the man mind, the, the mindless ones are the same thing uh dragon man a little bit he's at least got like texture to his skin hmm. yeah i like dragon but man like, too awesome android looks basically exactly the same as the mindless ones <laughs> Well, he except he's he has a face, and I think the mindless ones instead just have like a, a glowing orb. 
Oh, okay. So on Comic Fun, I'm just looking to see a few more things to talk about about them. And normally they have a thing called major story arcs, but there's a typo in the wiki, and it says <laughs> Bayer story. Oh uh, yeah, for when uh, for when he teams up with John Mayer, or or whatever he's running for mayor of New York, and oh right, the other mayor, no that mayor. mayor, no that type of mayor. Yeah. So yeah, he he uh, he he he's the one after J. Jonah Jameson got ousted as mayor. Uh, awesome Andy came in as interim mayor before King uh, Kingpin got uh, elected. He uh, he he touched a politician and decided to run for mayor. Um. Right. So. Uh, oh, apparently he is a Mets fan. Of course. And hates having games ruined for him when he, because uh, he records them to watch later. Yeah, he. But yeah, so basically, um, he touched he touched Thor and changed. And oh uh, yeah, that seems bad. That seems like that's bad for that to happen. Well, no, why no? Okay, so let let's go through this. So, um, but he would. Uh, so he was upgraded to um not only mimic superhumans but to copy abilities and the thinker being frustrated by thwarted be being thwarted by random factors and that wrecked his calculations for victory because he's a dummy and doesn't put in for for random variable very variable very variable can't say stuff okay um and so he ordered Andy to battle Thor and take on the uh, abilities of his mystic Oru metal. And uh, what happened is he was able to take Thor's hammer from him and lift it with ease. And then he, uh, but then like, he was like, uh, then he was basically like, Thor's just like, yo dude, it's okay. You're, you're obviously a good guy. So what if Absorbing Man touched Thor's hammer, and then Awesome Andy touched Absorbing Man? He would absorb the power to absorb, and then he would absorb twice as good. Yeah, I heard you like absorbing, so I put absorbing in your absorption. I don't know, I feel like... Okay, okay, what about this? Okay. So, Absorbing Man. Wait, no, wait. So, a rogue takes Absorbing okay. Man's powers... Sure. And then gets touched by um then gets touched by Andy. Then a super okay. adaptoid takes Andy's. Let, let's put Rogue at the end of the chain. Okay, Absorbing okay. Man touches Thor's hammer, then awesome Andy touches Absorbing Man, who's currently made of Uru, and then a super adaptoid uh imitates awesome Andy, and then Rogue touches the super adaptoid. Oh, yes. What powers does Rogue get? Does she turn into a hammer and then she's just dead? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's so many other absorbing characters too. And then Hope Summers, but after he after he uh possessed the hammer, he also mimicked Thor's godly form. Okay. And Andy was now one of the few worthy who can handle the hammer. And then he was just like, I am a good person. And he became a good boy because he realized that he was better than what what his father made him. 
So who do we have as official hammer wielders? Thor, Awesome Andy, uh, Jane Foster. Uh, Puddle Gulp, Frog, Throg Oh, right, yes. Uh, Throg. Um, um, Beta Ray Bill. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Captain America, Batman, uh, Black I think. Widow. Oh, Black Widow was worthy? How is that possible? That, hap- that happened in Age of Ultron. It was actually kind of bad. Oh, I read Age of Ultron. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Weird. It, was, it was a throwaway thing. I might be thinking of the right thing. No, it was in one of the What If stories. Let me take that oh, back. Okay. It was in one of the cool. What If stories that I read because I wanted to torture myself by reading something. What if this bad comic also had other bad stories written about it? I actually have Rage of Ultron sitting up on my shelf from the library that I've been meaning to read. That was Rick Remender's... Uh, it was the first comic that took place post secret wars but was published like a year before secret wars was over uh it was very it was an ogm it was like not even a collection of issues uh but that is that's the one where it explains where hank pym is after secret wars and nobody read it so it's very confusing oh yeah so um he became a he he became like a uh like an intern Yep. Yeah. So. Oh, is uh, is awesome? Is awesome? Andy's internness uh, addressed in your handbook? No, it's not. I just want to talk about awesome Andy a little bit more. I wonder. Yeah, okay. this law firm. That's probably a, like '90s She-Hulk, right? I don't think the '80s She-Hulk was the uh, fourth. Um, oh no! Yeah, She-Hulk 2004 is where where uh, awesome Andy becomes a. Uh, yeah, this is the second character we've talked about in this little recording uh, run that had a good uh, that had a revamp in two thousand four. Yeah, so he, uh, I like, I like awesome Andy because he's awesome and he's great, and I want to give him a hug, and then he could become a doughy Hispanic boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, he'll uh, he'll take your superpowers, which is to make too many podcasts. Oh, I I con I cut that down for reasons <laughs> that I don't want to get into. But um, yeah, but that's cut down. Now I only do two, and it's manageable. That's better, I yeah. think, than doing like five or whatever. Well, I mean, I still wanted I still want someone to do a street shark uh, podcast with me, but or I'm either want to have a street sharks podcast done with me involved, or I want to accept the idea in someone else and they do street it. sharks minute street sharks minute. No, no, never, not that. I just want, I just want someone to talk about street sharks in a in a in a substantive I'm, way. I'm never gonna do that because I don't want to rewatch Street Sharks. Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's awesome. I'm sorry, I I can't help you with this. I, I can <laughs> where you go, I cannot follow. So I may have mentioned this to the last five podcasters I've talked to, trying to accept this idea of them. <laughs> eventually trying to make it happen it's, it's not gonna happen it's gonna happen just like yeah it's gonna happen one of these days but uh so i think we're done with awesome andy so cool what do you have you can go to funtimes.online to listen to my other podcasts creepypasta the creepypasta podcast what i don't do on that show is read creepypastas what i do on that show is talk about creepypastas with other people you can go listen to episodes with jesse he's been on six of them you can also find my other show seeing reddit on the website there 
Uh, and seeing Reddit, I have, it's, we don't have guests. It's me and two of my friends, and we talk about a random subreddit each week and also, uh, also talk about internet culture and get very mad about being extremely online. Yeah. It's stuff about internet bad. Bad internet. <laughs> don't know what I was going to yeah. say there. <laughs> internet and bad. So, um, speaking of bad internet stuff, that isn't actually bad because it actually features my adorable cat. It's my Instagram page. You should go there, at Marvelous Mooch. Um, it is a bright spot in the internet because guess what? It has my cat on it, who is the light of my life, and I love him so much, and he's so adorable. He's about to turn one. So, people should send me cat toys. So I could shower him with gifts without paying for them, but uh, set, set up set up an Amazon wish list and start giving out like a Bitly at the end. Mine is bit.ly/wishlistjeff, and that's uh, I just have it, and I can post it or uh, say it on podcasts, and people that's where people can go to buy me things. You should set that up for yourself. I might, I might do that. Well, but speaking of uh, other things that are that are bad, but not in content, but bad because they murder a lot of people, cryptids. I talk about them sometimes, about twice a month. It's on uh, Creepy Critters. You should listen to it, because guess what? I talk about things. Sometimes I talk about creepy cuties, which are cryptids that don't murder, and they're just cute. Like some dogs that are just not like actual dogs, but like, but like they're dogs. Like D-O-G-G? Yeah, like D-O-G. No, no, it's like D-O-G, but like, it's like eat an axe handle. X handles. Or, or it's a corgi that walks backwards and shoot, it has like steam coming out of its mouth. It sounds like a kettle. Or if, or if I was to do it, it would sound like little trains. It'd be a corgi going backwards going choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. And it that sounds, that definitely sounds like some kind of yokai. It basically is. Um, but uh, yeah, sometimes I talk about yokai on there, and by sometimes I mean I will because something. So you got to eventually you'll run out of cryptids, oh, and mm. there's so many once you dip into Japan. Well, I dipped I dipped into Japan once, uh, and I feel a little bit okay with dipping into some of those. I have to be I'm careful about dipping into like stuff that are related to religious stuff, but with uh, Yeah, it's it, it's it's a little difficult especially going to like countries you're not familiar with and being but, like what monsters do they have here? But but with uh with like Shinto stuff, I'm a little bit more okay with it because they already pretty much do that with, with their own cult with uh with their own pop culture, so yeah, it's ev- like near nearly every society outside of America has a much better relationship to their spiritual and religious beliefs where so, they like acknowledge that it's not necessarily like it doesn't have to be the center of your life and maybe a bunch of it is allegorical and like in America we're like no no the bible is a literal history book that actually happened and if you kiss a boy you're going to hell or whatever. And that's for everyone. That's not just <laughs> you know. Well, I've, if I've, any if anyone kisses anybody, they go to hell. I'm pretty sure is what it says. Well, I'm going to go to double hell because I kiss. I not only kissed a girl, but I sometimes kiss boys. Oh no! I'm sorry that you have to go to uh, a hell that, by every description, has all of the coolest people in it. <laughs> yeah, I just get to go down there with all the other people, all the other boys who kiss boys. 
oh no, what am I going to do? Yeah, what a tragedy. (laughs) But uh, speaking of uh, tragedies, uh, the end of this show. And the end of this show involves me thanking you for listening. And also, this has been Alphabet Flight. Uh, And if you don't mind, uh, maybe listen to Madcap so we can show you how meaningless life is. Bye! (laughs) 